0: Right now is one of the most important times in the 26-year history of Joy. Times are tough financially, but that will never stop us from delivering powerful, meaningful and uplifting radio for you. To get ready for the future, we're launching Joy Nation and we need your support to do it. So help Joy by asking your workmates, your next-door neighbour, your mum, your dad, your siblings and, of course, your friends. Go to joy.org.au and make a donation to Build Joy Nation. Joy. Joy. Your voice, your radio station. Transgender Point
1: of View is an Australian news and current affair panel talk show.
0: Airing weekly and hosted by Joy 94.9.
1: Transgender people come from every region around the world, racial and ethnic backgrounds and faith communities. Chances are that you've met a transgender person, even if you don't know it. But there are still many misconceptions about trans people. And as a transgender person, there are a lot of questions asked of us every day.
0: What's this about using they as a pronoun? Isn't letting a trans person use my bathroom dangerous? Do I refer to you as he, she, it or they? So what's your real name? Are you a drag queen? What's the difference between sex and gender, and why does it matter so much? Did you have the operation? What is stealth? How does someone
2: know they are transgender? Really random questions. Are you sure you're not just super gay? You must be a transvestite. What bathroom do you use?
1: Will I be able to have sex? What does cis mean? This is Transgender Point of View on Joy 94.9. Now, here's Michelle. And good evening. You are listening to Transgender Point of View. Uh, Mama Mish here. And there we go. Panels are hard to work sometimes. <laughs> and joining me tonight is Miranda. Mish, it's been so long since uh, I last it's saw so you. So long you joined me this afternoon on uh, Mission Mates, It was uh, great to have you there, as me mate. I love to be an official mate. Okay. <laughs> Might, might, might. Um, Yeah. So, really, really good to have you here with me tonight. And often we get to do uh, a trans show stuff together. Mm. Um, so, how you been, Ashley? Yeah, I've been,
2: I've been really well, actually. Like, uh, I don't know, just not to, not to brag too much, but like, you know, I'm, I'm pathetically in love. So, there, there's that.
1: <laughs> um, That's usually how it works, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I may be floating I got a girlfriend. I got a girlfriend. I, actually, no, I've had a girlfriend for six months, but you know, we just said I love you for the first time last week, which means. Oh. No. Oh. Which you oh. know, like, is is unusual for lesbians, because like, usually you'll say it in the first date, and uh, so we've been moving at
1: a glacial pace. So you have you haven't booked in the U-Haul yet or bought no, a No,
2: no, none of that, none of that.
1: I'd buy a dog anyway. Would That's, you? I thing. I love dogs. <laughs> How are you doing, Mish? I'm good. I'm, I'm when look. I'm I'm always good, but I'm always busy. Um, you know, the drive show on Thursdays from four to six thirty is you know, mm. mission me mates. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I've been doing a lot of speaking lately, doing a lot of training and education, and just going with it I had a break oh my god I did take a break though I and you went did to some drawing I understand I I did do some drawing I did a bit of out. You'd, you'd appreciate it because you uh you know you're a fellow artist yourself oh yes it's so important to, to get your art on yeah well it did and I got my art on I mean I showed you some of the, the images yeah. do,
2: do you proof like I, I do I, I'm like you know oh my gosh this is actually actually pretty good <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I was afraid actually to post the one photo because it was it was just you know two women who were expressing their love for each other and uh, I was afraid of the you know, nipple gate usually on Facebook
2: I, I would uh, you know I'm personally a fan of sapphic affection I don't know if you know this not many people know this fact about me there we go <laughs> oh, a
1: couple of little nip slips there <laughs> just a few just a few yeah. but anyway I don't normally actually show the kind of stuff in, in things I do and you know I me mean, I'm quite corporate and quite you know mm. Sense- clean cut. Quite sensible. Quite sensible. How dare you. But well, we've got a pretty pretty good show to hear today. We've got some stuff to to cover. What, what, what's on to the show today, right? Well,
2: you know, we're gonna be replaying your interview from this afternoon with
1: Steve who? Stephanopoulos. Steve
2: Stephanopoulos, the mayor of Stonington. Yes. See, you're all over it. You know, I'm all over it. You um, know what's I, going. I did this already. <laughs> now we We've got some showbiz news coming up for you as per usual. We're gonna be talking gender neutral dolls from
1: Mattel. Gender neutral, okay, from Mattel. Okay, good. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I always worry, look, Anastasia always throws this kind of weird shit in on me. And so like, I'll get something like, you know, toys or dolls where I'm like, no, 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 no. She does things with food. I don't wanna know, don't, just so good. It's Mattel, we're happy. We're we're talking regular dolls, not sex dolls. Good, thank God. No
2: no inflation devices anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, we're also going to be talking... Uh, so we do have some showbiz news as well, as we always tend to cover. Uh, plus, we're also going to be... You know, there's a couple of really just odd news stories from around the world, like, in you know, a concerning our community, which just... Like, honestly, it's bad news, but it's also WTF news.
1: Oh, good. I like w- those. Those are better than the bad things. Yes. Because the thing is, is we don't actually cover too much of the uh, trans stuff from around the world, and it's really it's really heartbreaking when that happens. So mm. I... Um, uh, I always try to go my do my best to find some of the news because most news outlets don't cover things very well, or even hear sometimes. I didn't say that out loud, this between us. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we, that other you know other shows don't report it very much, but we're starting to hear more of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but
2: you know, on the heavy news for a moment, you know, we do have to talk about uh, something that's been happening in the media quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have heard the news about Melody Palan Bruno, a Filipina trans woman who died uh, last week on Saturday I believe yes Saturday
1: yeah, very sad news yes
2: uh, her she uh, the perpetrator of the crime against her like you know it was not um, it was not an accident in any way um, a man has been charged with manslaughter mm. for that crime we're not sure if it was you know like it, it's distressing you know whether it's you know according to Hoyle's murder or not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, it's something that's definitely been um, Stressing our community out, mm. you know, especially since there is so much news about terrible things that happen to us all the time. And it's exactly. very distressing.
1: We don't n- normally have uh, any types of um, casualties in Australia when it comes to trans issues. We normally hear about it from the US or Brazil or some of the others. So it's very sad to hear that sort of thing down here now.
2: I think, you know, a lot of our community as well kind of, you know, absorbs the the tragedy felt around the world, you know, by osmosis, you know, thanks to the internet and all mm-hmm. of us being connected. Um, so when it hits close to home like this, it really, really has an impact. Um, you know, especially for, you know, um, Melody, who is not, you know, an Australian national, she was a, a tourist mm. from um, across the seas, went around traveling Australia and, then something tragic like this happens, mm-hmm. and it, uh, you know, and it unfortunately reinforces a lot of the kind of uh, fears that a lot of. People in the trans community have already had about, you know, particularly rural Australia.
1: Well, I think one of the hardest parts is, is people go and watch what's going on in the U.S. and how that feeds over here, and then politicians trying to re- replicate what Trump and them are doing over there as well. And then this sort of happens and it really just builds on top of that fear. And so I think, I, you know, this is where we continue doing things like this, where we're doing a radio show, where we continue, to, you know, talking about the news and the important topics that are happening. And as long as we can keep talking and we keep helping each other, supporting each other, then, you know, we'll get through this. I mean, that's what community is all about that's right now speaking of community mm-hmm. you
2: had a chance to talk to a lovely community figure not necessarily the transgender
1: community. no no and it's important that we you know we do branch out and speak beyond transgender issues as well but i spoke to uh, steve stephanopoulos who is the uh mayor of uh the city of sonington and they're running a charity fundraiser for the uh, victorian pride center and the, the actual theater that's in there they're very big on the, the theaterette stuff Uh, It's it's being held on the Thursday, the 31st of October at 6 p.m. And it's the Night of Pride. And the, everybody, we all different backgrounds going there, and it's a really big spectacle. Uh, tickets are, are selling pretty fast, and I'm actually jealous. I I'd, I'd actually like to really go to this. And so, if somebody wants to buy, t- buy a tickets and take me as their date, I'll just leave my my, my drive time show and go with you. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> just rock
2: up in front of the Joyce Studio, like uh, prefer yeah. preferably with a limo, yeah, 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 and maybe some champagne,
1: <laughs> some strawberries, <you> know. yeah, <laughs> strawberries and cream, maybe. Some, I'm not that precious. No. God, you just show up with some bucket of chicken wings, and I'm good to go. <laughs> So, uh, yes, yeah, so we, we did this recording earlier this afternoon on Mission Mates today, so we'll play it for you now. Well, I got an, uh, an old mate of mine, Steve Stevanopoulos. Oh, good afternoon. <laughs> How are you, James? Yeah, doing well. Now, apart from admiring uh, our technology in the, the studio oh, here. Our conversation on there are about everyone's phones has I been know. riveting. Really. You're you also the mayor of Stonington and you come here to talk about the uh, Victorian Pride Centre night for uh, Night of Pride.
0: Correct. So the city of Starrington is hosting a mayoral charity fundraiser and it does it every so often and my choice of charity this year was the Victorian Pride Centre because I just think that as Australia's first and only same-sex married mayor, I thought, well, if I'm wow. in this position, how could I not advocate for our community? Of course, and then there's so many amazing things about the Pride Centre for things from like, you know, archives to
1: a centre for every service to come to 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 joy to, to joy to you know, a place for us all to come together and, and work together better. So,
0: and that's the amazing thing. And, and our charity event is going to specifically fund the theatre in that building.
1: Well, I'm disappointed. Oh, why so? You're holding it a night that we're on radio. Oh, well, you could broadcast live. (laughs) Maybe we could. We'll come and broadcast live while we're there. And T's like smiling going, yeah, yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) You can do our live feed
1: into there Just see how people enjoy it.
0: Sounds like a good idea.
1: (laughs) We'll broadcast out of it, T. There you go. Um, So how do you expect the night
0: to go? Like, what is is the... the expectations for the night. So it's a, you get a three course meal plus mm-hmm. canapes upon arrival and a drink of bubbles as, as first up. Wow. And then you get, it's drinks at bar prices after that. So 150 bucks per ticket, per person. And um, we've got Dolly Diamond, who we all know is our wonderful host for the evening. Course. We have a huge number of sponsors from real estate agents to Qantas to the Australian Grand Prix, Tennis Australia. We've got the Australian Ballet, a season's pass of tickets there to the Australian Ballet. Wow. You know, four day pass to the Australian Grand Prix that have been donated to um, tickets to the Australian Open. Um, Lots of restaurants and cafes and bars are given lots of uh, donations as well towards that event. And they'll be available for auction on the night. Amazing, actually. And again, so those who who aren't
1: aware, the Victorian Pride Centre is a hub that provides a safe space that's committed to supporting equality, diversity, inclusion for the LGBTIQ plus community. And this is, what a way to go and do a fundraiser for that as well. And uh, again, something so close to your heart. Uh, I think... uh, 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 you might have a mates night. I think I mean you need to go to this thing. So.
0: Oh, so I've got to find someone to fill in. Will we just play all the highlights of the show. Oh, hang on, we don't have any. Sorry, just checking. Um. <laughs> We'll work something out. Let's we'll see what we can do. <laughs> um, no, this is absolutely brilliant. Um, and lots uh, of all the entertainers are, have volunteered their time mm-hmm. for this, which is fantastic. So um, Scott Harrison, from uh, who's going to play the organ, he's playing our wonderful organ that we have in the Malvern Town Hall. Most people don't even know that it's there. Yeah. We also have low res, a male choir. We've got lots ah, of yes. drag queens who are performing on the night. Um, we have uh, a new Tina Turner number that's done by a friend of mine, Fabio, and that oh. will be absolutely amazing. So all these, all these guys and the girls, and guys have all um, donated their time for free. Um, I've just tapped people on the shoulder and said, can you please? And they've said yes. Now, you now the Stonington has the rainbow tick or are you looking to maintain it? Oh, hello. A, we always have <laughs> had the rainbow <laughs> well, tick. Thank I, you very much. I was reading. Much. I was doing some reading. And, and so, you do so you, you use it to maintain this as well? And It is. And of course, um, in the city of Stonington, has been known as a conservative, but we are a progressive community. So, when we had the marriage equality vote a couple of years ago, we were the third highest yes vote. In the state and the seventh in the constri- wow. country. Wow. Oh, give yourself a Definitely. round of applause. Well done. And we've had um, several prime ministers. So we've had Harold Holt, we've had Sir so Robert Menzies, we've even had, you know, Peter Costello, a recent, you know, treasurer. So although go. we're seen as conservative, we, we are a progressive conservative community. And I think,
1: you know, when it comes to community stuff, one of the things I've identified as well when, with the work that I do is that um, we need to connect more with our um, city centres and, local, and governments. local governments and stuff like that to start connecting more with a lot of local businesses better to build better
0: understanding of our community and, and build better relationships that way, I think. And I think it's interesting our LGBTIQ plus community has spread its wings and we don't have, as I sometimes call it, a ghetto like some cities do in the world. In Australia, we're now... Part of whatever normal society is, and we're everywhere, you know. Agreed. And I think we really do focus a lot more on, say, um, corporate spaces or
1: uh, more of like medical spaces and things like that. We just don't we don't connect more with your spaces. So um, I think you and I need to have a coffee sometime and chat more about how we can work together on these things. Certainly,
0: come to my office at the moment Town Hall. That I call the White Palace up on the hill in Malvern. Oh, I love it. That's <laughs> how you do your networking for LinkedIn. Totally, this is how,
1: that, that's how I do my LinkedIn. I'm, Learn, T, learn.
0: (laughs)
2: Learn. It's an automatic.
1: I always get in uh, trouble with T regarding all the different social media stuff I do and all the networking. So it was really (laughs) funny, like, you know, going through all of that. But he was really lovely. And um, we we had him talk a bit further with us about... um, uh, you know, just uh, just on the show, and just it was really easy going. But I'm really looking forward to hear more about this that's happening. So, if anybody's looking for information for the tickets, just go to thestonington.vic.gov.au forward slash Night of Pride. Uh, again, the tickets I believe are 150, but it's a really good night uh, that they're putting on, and they're doing some funding for the uh, Victorian Pride Center Theatre at, and that's the 31st of October uh, at 6 p.m. Now, does Mission Mates get podcast? Yes, not yet. We're working on it. Our uh, podcaster is actually out there on the desk now and they're going to start putting it out um, soon. Well, when that comes out, you know,
2: definitely check that out.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> as well as as well
2: as well Joy's many other great podcasts. As many podcasts. of Joy's
1: other podcasts, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's, it's been a, a process trying to get the whole team because we've had a bit of a Rocky, start getting the show going, getting people involved. You know, uh, it's it's not easy volunteering and doing this sort of stuff, which mm-hmm. is why now we've got our lovely producer Karen, who's you know being quiet on air right now, and yourself coming in doing some rotating stuff and trying to get us all you know sharing our voices around and, and doing more. Uh, so when you're trying to do it all, it it takes slower to get the podcast and stuff going. By the way, we also I also want
2: to give a shout out to Anna right now, who you know is, is taking the night off. You know, we're we're here. Um, you know, taking over the pitch for her. And yeah,
1: she's li- she's listened to me and actually took some time for herself, which I'm really happy about. Uh, she's had a lot going on and, um, and she's really been picking up the, the slack here on the show because I've been busy trying to build other things too and then popping in and helping her. And so... Um, I mean yeah. that that generally tends to happen in our community.
2: Like, there's a lot of fatigue going around, like you know, just with all the self care, all gotta, the BS going
1: on in the trans world all the time. And it doesn't help hearing these things in the news as well. So yeah. we gotta we gotta really focus on that self care. And you know, at any time, you know, if you need that that support, you know, there's numbers out there to call. And um, uh, you yeah, know, it's just really important that yeah. we look after each other. Absolutely.
2: But you know what I do to self care, Mish. I play with dolls.
1: I was going to say, never mind. (laughs) You play with dolls. I play with dolls, which kind of brings us into our next story really, really well. Well, I'm really looking forward to actually hearing more about that. And and, uh, because uh, these dolls actually looked similar to a lady. I had done these Bratz dolls where she cleaned them off and actually made them like look like these dolls Mm. and then resold them. They're like very, you know, innocent looking things instead of sex workers you know <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think the brats no shame in like. being a sex worker no stuff. shame being a sex worker but it, it was very very stereotypical mm. the way they they dressed up those dolls
2: but now we have these gender neutral dolls being uh, being churned out by Mattel in mm. which you can actually choose your doll's haircut long hair short hair masculine clothes feminine clothes even though like you know clothing has no
1: gender yeah look I'm actually looking at these and kind of going I actually want to get these for my kid yeah. kids my, my daughters really enjoy their Barbies and play with their Barbies and they'll actually use even like the little Coles minis as, as part of their dollhouse <laughs> they have and here's my 13 year old and 10 year old they're, they're playing together in the, in the thing and not you know so, yeah, the, do 13 year olds still play with dolls oh, I mean yeah. I'm 36 and I play with dolls you answered your question right there. Yeah, I did.
2: <laughs> but uh, but I, I'm, I'm asking because there's that but you're you.
1: There's that awkward point for teenagers where they're like, "No, I don't like kitty stuff." She hasn't. She's she's not a child, but she's not yet a woman, and it's a it's an interesting phase to be in because one minute we're watching, you know, the boys and the boy band stuff, and the next <laughs> minute we're watching cartoons. So it's it's a. She was very much me at that age. Mm. So, but I think they'd really. What did enjoy your parents this? think of you watching the boy bands when you? No, no, no. I didn't watch boy bands when I was. I was. I wasn't that kid. Can, Bruce, Bruce and Karen, can you so this, this scroll this up here a bit? I want to take a look at the. Um, no, no, scroll like the other way. No, I don't want to see, oh, oh. for everyone, that's what it says. Yeah. See, I wanted to say down here a little bit on the screen. So, a child opens a box. He starts jumping and screaming with joy. Not an unusual sound in the halls of Mattel's headquarters where researchers test new toys. The, the, God, I'd love that job. I want that job. Yeah, I know, right? Um... But it's rare for parents to bring home, bring boys into these research groups as well. And actually, the boys were excited to play with these, too, by the looks of it. So I'm I'm really stoked to actually get my hands on these. What I'm really excited about, like, you know, the article here, like uh,
2: which we've uh, opened up from Time Magazine, talks about an eight-year-old gender-fluid child, which, you know, I, I think is an important thing as well, you know, to acknowledge that, uh, you know, gender-fluid is not just a thing that grown-ups are, but, like, you know, kids are as well. And it's just really cool that, you know... They can actually use their imagination and project, like you know, their identity onto uh, so a doll that you know is is not
1: one prescribed thing. So when are these? Um, when are these coming out? See, I hate when people do like the the thing back. You no, Mattel kids don't want your gender neutral dolls. I hate when people do that stuff. I mean, that's just you know assuming that everyone has your taste. Well, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm really curious to see when these come out. Like, I'm really, I'm really stoked for these. Oh my gosh, I have so much to talk about right now. So much. <laughs> there was so much we talked about off here, and I'm waiting to see what's happening on here. I mean, you know, like,
2: you know what really grinds my gears, Mama Mish?
1: What's really grinds your gears?
2: And I hate using this term, but, you know, it is so accurate right now, but fake news. That's what oh, I hear. I can't
1: right handle that stuff. It drives me nuts.
2: I like actual fake news is what I'm talking about. Oh, right? yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Like, okay. like, somebody actually lying in the media. Can you believe someone would do that? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm beside
1: myself. Why would somebody even consider doing that? Why? Why indeed. Now, have you ever heard <laughs> of the Daily Wire? Yes, I have heard of the Daily Wire, yeah. Miranda.
2: Conservative news sites like uh, yes. founded by one Ben Shapiro recently ran a story claiming that Medication that transgender women take are responsible for thousands of deaths.
1: Dun dun
2: dun. There's a real epidemic going on, Mish. <laughs> that these things are being peddled
1: to our children, and who they're dangerous. I was watching a video from Joe Rogan, actually. Yeah. Um, look, I don't mind following because I follow so many different spaces and was watching one he had with, um, you know, there's a guy, Adam, who ruins everything. It's yeah, like yeah, the, no. the YouTube. Well, Adam was really trying his best. Said, Look, I'm not a doctor, but this is this, what the conversation has with my friends who are transgender. And he and Joe Rogan was like, yeah, but we're, we're pushing these pills down these kids' throats. And it's like, mate, you don't have any idea what you're talking kids about. Kids are begging for them. Yeah, well, they're begging for them, but, the, but even the kids can't have them until like, yeah. they hit a certain level of puberty. That's it. And and it's even though there's sort of the psychology and everything going into it, yeah, but but no one's developed fully until they're 24. Mate, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> But here's The
2: Daily Wire making the claim that particularly testosterone-blocking medication Uh is killing people. Mm. Now, this is, you know, drawn from a really specious reading of the data. Uh Now, here's the fact. There are thousands of people. Thousands? Thousands of people who have taken testosterone-blocking medication who have died while taking the medication... But not because of the medication. Because all of these people, predominantly men, mm-hmm. are taking these testosterone blocking medications to treat hormone-sensitive cancers, particularly testicular cancer ah. and prostate cancer.
1: Ah. So
2: somehow this new source has come along and said, Oh, just because transgender women and, you know, certain fem non-binary people who were mm-hmm. assigned male at birth, are taking this medication that is also used to treat hormone-sensitive cancers in oh men. Oh, my God. That must
1: mean they're responsible for all these deaths. Well, they're men too, and these are men as well, only they have boobs. Yeah, I mean, you know... This is this kind of... It really, propaganda. It's ridiculous. It is. It is propaganda.
2: And, you know, from, from a source that, you know, claims that it's all about, you know, like facts and, you know, mm. biology does not care about, you know, your gender identity or whatever. And they have to trot this kind of stuff. Well, it's, they're
1: grasping at every star they possibly can. And it's no different than that group here in Australia called Binary, who's constantly putting stuff out in the uh, media and social media. And they realize that people in social media will only click they won't actually research, research themselves.
2: Mm, like, you know, all you have to do is, you know, have a spicy headline and uh, that, that's probably the most facts people, most people will absorb. Usually I do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. God knows I do half the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am guilty of that myself.
1: <laughs> I am too. Actually, there was one, it was like somebody had passed away and it was like an article from like 2014 and I shared it on. I'm like, why did I do that? Oh my God, what do you mean they died? And it was this this moment of, yeah. We glaze over it so quickly. I keep seeing, um,
2: you know, news of, I think his name was Harry Morgan from MASH dying. Yo, really? Even though he died like five, six years ago now.
1: Yeah, see, people do that. They'll push it on and they'll push, and, and they, they know you won't read it, and then they make fun of it when you do share it on. But there was one. Hey, did you hear about JFK, by the way? Really? Yeah. No. That was wild. Wow. Yeah. Was he? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love playing with you. It's fun. <laughs> the um, what was it was was there another sort of fake news thing that that popped up? Oh, I think there was one around the, the religious stuff. How they're um, I think it was over in like California, and they were trying to put like this religious freedom thing in there, and how how they were going to remove the Bible from all these stuff because of the right wing or the left wing and the transgenders and all this other stuff, and they just. It was an absolute mess, but it was this. No one had actually read the actual article, what it was, mm. and they were trying to. They, they said they were trying to remove religion and from the state, and because because there was the transgenders. I'm thinking, it, it's horrible. I mean, we're everybody's favorite scapegoat. Oh, we are. You know, we're, we're, the weather the weather dropped and changed this afternoon. It must have been those transgenders. God's really unhappy with them. <laughs> so much. <laughs> That
2: God, that God is a really snippy bitch. I tell you,
1: yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Um, any other fake news we need to share? You know,
2: th- there's a there's a thing that's sort of come out recently in mm-hmm. Australia, where uh, whereby there's this real push in the. They call it the transgender debate, when it's really just this. Obscene campaign okay. of misinformation that you know we're constantly getting. Um, you know, particularly all the humming and whoring about you know how we're harming children or pushing this doctrine on them. You know, stuff that we see from uh, binary Australia hmm. um, and you know a conservative government at the moment who really want to silence the actual people who work with transgender children and transgender adults and to bring in their own experts including doctors that have never actually had a
1: transgender patient. You know, this sounds very familiar to another country that's quite popular who likes to talk about these things. Really? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know which country you could possibly be talking about. I have no idea either. I mean, I mean I mean I have no association with this country at all. <laughs> of course you're talking about the UK. Of course. <laughs> And then, and then you get, and then you get the look for producer Karen, who's from the UK. <laughs> or the, but Karen knows what I'm talking about, yes, right? Of course, now. Yeah. of course. Knowing not across the table, well, they're pretty bad right now. Yeah, like the the turf war is picking up. They're bad. It is. But oh god, oh god. But um,
2: <laughs> you gotta hold on and just you know stand by each other, stand by your brothers and sisters and non-binary sibs. Just grab your ankles. Let's see here. What are we looking at here? We're looking at building Joy Nation.
1: I'm really excited about this, actually.
2: I mean, just no smooth segue there at all. Like, in you know, a moving no. from fake news to something that's actually legit, <laughs> right real, now, real news, real news. Us. So, tell me all about Joy Nation.
1: So, look, because look, it's time we actually start actually just changing, getting with the times as well. Too, look, the community radio is great; it has its place, but there's some some things we really need to go and start making some changes to. And so, Joy's really trying to to reinvent itself as well. And um, you know, because it has been tough as a not-for-profit to you know get funding, and so the company has, um, you know, or the the community has really nurtured joy for so many years, and and look, and and we really are grateful. I mean, it's what actually gave me a voice and helped me rebuild myself as as a a person and my branding, and. You know, I mean, you are the reason we exist. I'm the reason. And the rest of the community, those who are listening is actually the reason for it too. I mean, let's not forget joy is made up
2: predominantly of
1: volunteers, a whole lot of people who really believe in, you know, just the importance of what we're doing here. I could be sitting at home right now on Netflix... And I'm here entertaining you, Miranda. Oh, (laughs) wow. You're here just for me. (laughs) I'm here for you, man. I'm here for you, man. (laughs) Thanks, Rick. (laughs) But basically what we're going to start doing is actually looking at new uh, income streams to actually start ensuring our further survival into the the future. So things like um, radio, news, music, entertainment. So looking at like new arms, things like, um, uh, you know, video and... um, looking at things like uh, a new campaign to get some funding in so now basically stepping beyond the LGBT LGBTq family to our friends in the broader community to help make this happen we are asking everyone to choose joy by donating our chuffed campaign build joy nation today or raise 250 thousand dollars and this is really important as well
2: because you know you it's it's obscene sometimes to talk about money but you know it's the fact is We wouldn't
1: be here without it. Yep. And so, look, there's things that that they're really looking at changing to do. And, and, you know, like, you know, live video or more, you know, other, you know, products for podcasting and, um, you know, new equipment to, you know, take it to the next level. So, uh, this is really exciting. Uh, Some of the stuff I was even talking about with the new CEO about what they're planning on doing is just... Really, really cool. So, um please, you know, definitely, if you if you want to get more information about it, you know, go to um uh, chuffed.org. That's c-h-u-f-f-e-d.org forward slash project forward slash build joy nation. And it's basically to help us expand our online offering and increase services that we offer so that we can entertain you better and inform you better as well. I gotta say, I'm pretty chuffed for chuffed.
0: You chuffed for chuffed. I'm
1: chuffed for chuffed. I'm chuffed. I'm chuffed. You chuffed. Now
2: the word's lost all meaning. It has. Oh. Uh. It is the month of Halloween, so you know it is the time. I love it. Oh, Halloween! Yeah. Halloween's the best. It's my favorite. It's my favorite imported
1: holiday, honestly. Oh yeah,
2: and I might just celebrate it over Christmas as well.
1: So <laughs> 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 uh, look, on, it, it, back home, man, people really put it, a lot of effort into it. Like when I, I went back in 2017, and I was walking around with my um, one of my best friends and my goddaughter and and uh, her brother, and. You know, the two little kids were walking around, but man, people turn their homes into haunted houses. Yeah, Well, like, you're just walking up to the front doorstep. And they're like, oh, come on in. I'm like, stranger danger. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going through and the houses going crazy with all these lights and people jumping out at you. And they hand you like a bucket full of candy when you're done. And, um, but I'm, I was sitting there with the kids and the, and the bucket was just overflowing. And I'm like, look kids. I'm like pulling something out of the bucket. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then there's the one house where they give you the full-size Snickers and you're just like, well, got to change costume. We're coming back here. Yeah,
1: no <laughs> kidding. These guys were good. We'll change something else. So uh, so I,
2: I got to ask you, did you bring American holidays with you for your family? Like, you know, Halloween, Thanksgiving,
1: all of that. Thanksgiving's my favorite. Yeah. It's like Christmas without the presents. And I just love the idea of everyone just coming together and have a big feast. and but I love it here is probably even more so. I, I try not to do too many of the American standard staples of, mm. of like you know candied yams and things like that. I like I like everyone with their different traditions and their their favorite sort of dishes, their family traditional dishes. Yeah. So like if you think of something like that you grew up with, it's like one of your favorite dishes your family made, what would it be?
2: Oh, uh, like like for me, it's uh, probably something with chicken, like probably a lot of fried chicken. Is probably my thing, <laughs> which still feels very American, but you know just yeah,
1: like, but still though like if that's something that if I brought you to the table for Thanksgiving, I would say um you know. actually no I know, I know what it is um I can actually tell a, a story right now my
2: ex fiance was American mm-hmm. and when I'm he was sorry what, <laughs> 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 actually he he was a lovely boy up until the end um, <laughs> but We'll forgive him for that for the moment. But when he was in Australia, he was really, really homesick for the states. Like you know, not particularly you know for America, Land of the Free, but you know, for his family and for his friends. That's the idea as an immigrant, not not seeing him, not seeing them over the holidays. So you know, we decided to to hold you know Thanksgiving especially for him. And you know, we actually you know got ourselves a turkey, and it was the first time I've ever roasted a turkey. And you know, we had to deep fry it. That's good. We didn't we didn't have the yams, but but you know, I kind of pulled out you know my favorite side dish. I made a big-ass pot of mac and cheese. Love it. And, you know, apparently that's, that's, you know, another American staple side Oh, yeah, totally. Well, but, you know, like I did the, um, I did the colored greens as well. Wow. Um, Learned how to make cornbread which was, uh, I'd, I'd never I had cornbread corn before. Yeah, and just, uh, did all this, um, just did all this American stuff for him. And, you know, we even changed up the, uh, the Thanksgiving tradition, you know, a bit like, you know, made it our own, you know, instead of, you know, whatever. We, we you know, all took hands before, before we ate and, you know, we all, you know, said a thing that we were thankful for.
1: Lord bless this food. It's so yeah. good. Except
2: instead of, you know, praising God, we were praising each other. So. Yeah, we, there you yeah. go. Yeah.
1: That's that's one of the things we tend to do as well when I get. Yeah. And um, you know, the mac and cheese thing and and I just love I just love the idea of just people just coming together with different food. And but it was funny my first Thanksgiving in Australia, my my ex-wife had done uh done it up for me. And everything was like these it looked like 4th of July, that really <laughs> crazy with like American top hats and streamers that <laughs> red, white and blue. And we bought all these, the you know, different American cans of soft drink and American lollies. It was just, it was just an American explosion. And an actor came in dressed as Uncle Sam. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I walked around with the, um, I should probably find a photo and show you. Four I score the, and seven years four ago. Four score seven years ago. <laughs> By the, um, but the, but... Yeah, it's one of those I, I still hold on to very well, you know, I, and, and I try to do it every year. Uh, Halloween's just so hard. I find, you know, what kills me. And this is the thing is con- that, that doesn't make sense. And you're the Aussie in the room. Yeah. So um, answer this for me. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, mate, no worries. So y'all really love a, r- a good dress up. Yes. Yes, right? Yes. And I'm just going to make sure I, I iterate that. You all love
2: a good dress up. I mean, as far as I know, I I, I should tell you I'm a pretty rubbish Aussie, Aussie. I I pick the beetroot off my Aussie burgers. That's how bad an Australian I am. Oh, you're bad. I don't drink beer. That's how bad an Australian yeah, I am. You're
1: bad. Yeah. yeah. So, but the thing is, is is everyone have a party? There's a dress up. There's a theme, in '90s and '80s or something. Somebody's always dressing up in, in you know women's clothing, and they you know identify as men. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a common common thing here. And then think, and then Halloween comes, and they're like, "Ah, oh, American rubbish! We ain't doing this, bugger off!" And I'm like, "Wait a minute, hold the phone. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't compute. Doesn't match up. You're so big on doing this and getting dressed up and having parties and a whatever, but when it comes to something where you actually like something, to get dressed up as. I think it's like a sense of you know jingoistic superiority or something like that.
2: You know, just. I I don't even know what it is. It's like, look, it's an American thing. We're not going to do that.
1: It's not an American thing. We just commercialized it. That's all. We we knew how to make a buck off it.
2: (laughs) I uh, I, I think, like, you know, a lot of people were really confused by it, like, you know, like maybe up until the 1980s. But then you got all the TV shows that came in from America that had Halloween specials, and now you have. Um stranger
1: like, things went and did a good thing with like the kids were all dressed yeah. as ghostbusters.
2: That was awesome. Like the millennial crowd have really taken to Halloween Small. Like I even got uh, an invitation in my mailbox to a Halloween street party oh, that's where I cool. live. So I'm like, I think it's actually starting to take off. It's taken a while.
1: I think it's just the I'd, boomer crowd. I'd love to do the whole trunk or treat thing like they do over there, where there's a parking lot and all the cars come around, like and they open up their boots and people hand out candy and stuff, and just little you know you decorate the back of your your uh, boot and <laughs> yeah, um, they call it trunk or treat back home. Oh wow, yeah, and uh, so it's safer than going home to home, and it's just a big do up that everyone comes and. You know, like food trucks and stuff, and it's really cool. And saves you all the effort of like you know
2: roaming all over the neighborhood as well. So
1: if we were do like a, a team Halloween thing, what would we do? Oh, I mean, as a team, what would we do? Can we do Romy and Michelle?
2: I mean, we can do Romy and Michelle. That sounds pretty great. I would. I'm the diva. <laughs> if it were me, if it were me, yeah. I would say we all dress up as our favorite Pink Rangers. <laughs> 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 or, or because. And this was a throwback. If you remember this show, I'm, I'd be surprised if anyone does remember it. Electra Woman and Dyna Girl. Electra Woman and Dyna Girl. Yeah, they were like a cheesy 1970s superhero. Duo.
1: See now, I'm curious. You're gonna have to send me photo. Do you have photo? Can you pull this up?
2: All right. Yeah. I can, I'm, I'm. One of them wearing this bright yellow costume, and the other one wearing this, you know, pink one. And Dina uh, Girl. Diner Girl. They did a. They did a modern remake a few years ago, and it was. It's. It's just hilarious. Miss, you have to see these. Co- like, how do you describe these costumes? Oh, get
1: out. That's oh. that's wild. That is wild. That is very. Was this 1970s? I, sometime in the 70s, I think. Oh, this is awesome. Like, really cheesy. Glossy, yeah, not superhero costumes of today. This is that's like the say.
2: age of uh, of um, Anna Hart, the Great America American Woman. We, yeah, yeah. Hannah, Hannah Hart did the uh, did the new one, um, uh, which you can see in the. Oh, yeah, I see of, this one
1: down here. They got like yeah. jackets and that's, stuff that's with them. The modern one. Yeah, but, no, but, the old one's great, especially oh. with the
2: pigtails on Dinah Girl there.
1: Oh God, yeah. Look at that. That's that's so um, that's so. <laughs> what can I say? Just, just words escape you, which is... Words escape me. Which is rubbish on radio. I know, right? <laughs> this is not exactly good radio, folks. Sorry about that. So you got to look up Electro Woman and diner Girl. This is really interesting. I um, God, Although that's like... I, I do want to kind of spook real quickly
2: um, on Geeks Out
1: this year. I would do
2: that. I would I would dress up like that with you. Absolutely. Like, well, let, let's do it. Let's make it a thing, woman. <laughs> but so, I, I do want to spook uh, every year at Geeks Out because, you know, we are geeky on our show. Um, we do like to celebrate Halloween in in a profound way. And we're going to be doing it this year with an alternate reality post-apocalypse broadcast. Oh? Yeah. So you're basically going to be hearing me going like, you know, hello, is anyone out there? I'm Miranda Sparks. I'm trapped in the Joy building right now. It's been three days since I last saw daylight. (laughs) (laughs) Three
1: days. I mean, three hours since I've ate the Snickers. (laughs)
2: I'm I'm not sure when the last time I slept in I'm being followed by a tram. It keeps dinging at me. It opens its doors, but there's nobody inside. Kind of just really creepy alternate
1: reality show. So check that out in the coming weeks. Far out. So what's this one here? We've gotten some other new history. We've got some trans history that's happening, don't we? I mean, we've got some cool stuff. I
2: mean, like uh, MJ Rodriguez, who you might know from the show Pose, won yep. the Best Actress Award at the Imaging Did Awards. She? For, you know, for especially celebrating uh, Latinx talent. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, she, she's, you know, she's won this, like, you know, there's talk about, you know, Laverne Cox also winning, you know, one of the first Emmys, but, you know, like, MJ Rodriguez has kind of taken the headlines <laughs> first before. Wow. I love it. I mean, Pose is such a great show as well.
1: And now, I've, only, I've only seen the, uh, halfway through the first season. Hmm. I get, everyone's really talking about it, so I got to get, got to ramp up and actually start Reading it a bit more. Absolutely. Uh, also,
2: Reading it, watching it, I mean. I mean, also, uh, it's worth noting that uh, um, Alexandra Billings, if you know from yes. the show Transparent, mm-hmm. she's also been, uh, she's also joining the Broadway production of Wicked as one of the main characters. No. Yeah. That's so awesome. I mean, it's, it's just really good to see us like, you know, really, oh, just, just, you know, making waves and, you know, being known and being seen.
1: Miranda, I, you know, the time just is, it's like a sieve. It just goes. I mean, you know, it always flies
2: with my always flies with you.
1: It always I flies mean. with you too, sweetheart. Ah, there we go. It, it, it's, it, I loved how we get in the tangent of, of Halloween. It's always that, uh, it, I always loved it back home, and it's that usually the first time somebody tries their legs out at cross dressing or drag for a, an event. And and this is like,
2: um, honey, like uh, you've been dressing up, you know, as a lady for three years now. <laughs> is there something you'd like to tell me?
1: And even outside Halloween, honey, I know.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, I've noticed you crying when you have to put the costume away.
1: <laughs> dun,
2: dun, dun, dun.
1: <laughs> is this the <a> true story? <laughs> <laughs> Be very <bowie>, very <bowie>, quiet. <laughs> um, but I remember it was my thing. I, I just did that a few years and when there was actually at a attorney. And and (laughs) I did it at a function that like, Michelle, this isn't just tonight, is it? And I'm going, I I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I will will confirm or deny nothing. Exactly. Miranda, it has been a lovely evening and a lovely afternoon as well. I've just been enjoying catching up with you. um, And it's a pleasure as always. Thank you. It's a pleasure right there. Pleasure as always.
0: You can find more Joycasts and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au.